So, so we're going to talk about gifts today. We're going to talk about gifts today um, because I think that we need to have the understanding. And sometimes we're like, we're trying to be humble, and God's like, I don't want false humility. I want you to know who you are. You know, it's okay to be like, I'm awesome, I'm amazing, I'm beautiful, God's going to use me. But sometimes we're like, well, just let somebody else. It's okay, you know, I'm just being humble. I'm like, that's false humility, let's get over it. I'm a little fiery today, you guys. Come, we're going to get right into the word. We're going to go into 1 Corinthians 12. Okay, and I'm just going to read. So it says, the Spirit gives to one person a word of wisdom, to the next person um, the same Spirit gives a word of knowledge, and another receives the gifts of faith, the same Spirit, and still another gift of healing, all from one Spirit. One person is able by the Spirit to perform miracles, another prophesies, while another enables those to distinguish between prophetic spirits. The next one speaks in various kinds of unknown languages, while another is able to interpret those languages. Okay, so a lot of times we call those the gifts of the Holy Spirit, okay? The nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. How many of you guys have heard maybe that? If yeah. Anybody, yeah, a couple of you maybe have heard, like, people say, oh, those, those are actually the nine manifestation gifts of the Holy Spirit, so they manifest. You see them before you, okay? So those are gifts that the Holy Spirit gives. Now we're going to jump down to Romans um, 12, uh, 6 through 8, and it says, we all have different gifts. Each gift came because of the grace God gave us. Whoever has the gift of prophecy, he should use that gift in a way that fits the kind of faith they have. Whoever has the gift of serving, they should serve. Whoever has the gift of teaching should teach. Whoever has the gift to comfort others should do that. Whoever has the gift of giving to help others should give generously. Whoever has the gift of leading should work hard at it. Whoever has the gift of showing kindness to others should do it gladly. So those are like efficiency, organizational type gifts in the spirit, okay? So it's kind of like, if you're supposed to be kind, then be kind. If you're supposed to teach, you can, you're doing it. It's not manifesting, you're just learning and doing it. So there's different types of gifts. And then we're going to go down to Ephesians 4. Yeah, I'm, we're getting right in the word, lots of places. So um, I'll read it for you, you can go along. But it says, and then, and that same Christ gave these gifts to people. So these are actually gifts from Christ, these people are actually a gift to the body. And it says, He made some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to go and tell the good news, that would be evangelists, some to care for each other, or to care for and teach um, God's people. So these people are called to offices. Um, and if you're called, you will know, and sometimes it takes 15 years to get from the call to the office, okay? But these are... The great thing to the church is their gift. Christ says, I'm giving them, guess what? They don't get a choice in their life. I'm giving them to the body. You get to, you get to benefit from what I, the, the anointing I put on them. So, that's, so there's different types of gifts. So there's things that are available to all, and then there's things that he's also giving you that are still available to all that are actually people, and they are gifts from Christ. And then the last one I want to read is First Peter 4, uh, 10 through 11. It says, God has shown you his grace in many different ways. So be good servants and use whatever gift he has given you in a way that will serve each other. If your gift is speaking, your words should be like words from God. If your gift is serving, you should serve with the strength that God gives you. Then it is God who will be praised in everything through Jesus Christ. Power and glory belong to him forever. Amen. That's right. So he's saying whatever. That's just the application. So now you know that they're gifts that he has given to you. He's saying we're going to apply them. 
application of our gifts. What are you going to do now? So I look in there, different times he's like, desire spiritual gifts. That's why I want to give the gifts out. But see, it's, the world kind of has put it backwards, like, well, if I say I want that, I might look greedy. And I'm like, no, no, no. He's saying, I want you to run after it because I know that you're going to do something with it. So, and a lot of times we don't know that. I used to be like that. I'd be like, well, let someone else. And I'm like, nah. You know? They, they have the same legs I have. They can't beat me in my heels, but whatever. <laughs> he wants us to desire those spiritual gifts, to want it. And if you want it, you have to go get it. You can't be like, oh, you know, I really want ice cream. Well, that doesn't help you. Get up and go to the freezer and get ice cream. Sitting there being like, oh, I just would really like some ice cream. It's just thinking about it, you know, like with the chocolate chips in it, cookie dough, cake batter ice cream, you know. <laughs> like I can think about it all day long. That does not, you know, but I got to go do something. I got to be like, I want that. I'm going to go get it. I'm going to apply my spoon to my mouth and I'm going to eat ice cream, <laughs> you know. Even if I put in a bowl, if I don't, if I'm like, well, oh, this is such a nice gift. Oh, yeah. you know. I've got to do something. We have to go after them. We have to practice. We have to use our muscles. You know, it's if you stop using your muscle, what happens? (laughs) It's like, oh, I'm strong. (laughs) Like one week later, you're like, I just took two years to get here. One week goes and you're just like flapping in the breeze. (laughs) I'm like, oh. I'm really hot. But I'm like, I'll stop doing yoga for a week. And I'm like, oh, I used to be able to like, put my hands like down. And now I'm like, I can't touch my knees. What's happening? <laughs> like, what happened? Because I quit using those muscles. So he's like, if you want, you have to use your muscles. You have to do something. You know, you have to work out. So if you have the gift of faith and you want to, it to increase, okay, if he gave you a measure and he said some have the gift of faith. I mean, we all have faith, but in different measures. So if you're like, I know that that is... God put that in me. I want that to grow. What, how do you grow it? Hearing. God's, God's word says faith comes by hearing. You need to hear about faith. That means you need to read, read the Bible. There's lots of faith things in there, okay? Lots of them. Lots. Read some of those stories. Also, go seek people out. So let's say you want faith for healing. You know, like, I just really feel like, you know, I want to be able to go up. I want, my, I want when my shadow passes, people to get healed. So you can't just want that. You can't just leave it sitting in the freezer and be like, oh, I really want that. That'd be so sweet, you know. He's like, do something. You have to do. So start going and being like, man, if you want that, find every testimony you can find about healing. Get every documentation. Begin to stir that in you. And man, when you hear that and be like, you know what? I remember when someone, you know, had a broken leg and this person over here, they, they prayed for him and we saw healing. You know, that same thing can happen in you. Man, it stirs your faith up, but you got to do something because it comes by hearing. You can't just think about it. It comes by hearing. So you want to increase in that gifting. You got to do something with it. You know, we need to explore how to connect with God. We, when we were praising and worshiping, the Lord just showed me, um, he made this into a box, and the, um, the flaps just went open. And he's like, get out of the box, get out, get out, because you, you need to explore how God is connecting with you. Um, all the gifts, even though some will be more prominent in your life, because we're all different, we're all a different mix, 
because God's like, I don't need robots to all look the same. We all have something different and different measures of something, you know. You might have a pinch of this and a whole gallon of that. I don't know. Um, yeah, that's right. It's all different. But so some may be more predominant, but if you desire them all, desire those manifestation gifts and those organizational gifts, you know, show kindness when he says show kindness and desire all of them. Say, I want them all. I want them all. I want more of this. I want more of that. Um, Because life in the spirit is about cultivating that wisdom. Do you want to live in the spirit or do you want to just watch other people? I do not want to watch other people. It is not fun. (laughs) You know, that produces jealousy and envy when everyone else is moving and you're just sitting there watching it. You know, it can stir something, but you want to, you know, get in there. Um, cultivating it, seeing people how God sees them. It's so different when you really start to see people how God sees them. You know, you don't see the faults as much as you used to. You ever, I've moved from that. I used to be like, I could find every fault in you. And God's like, you know what, that doesn't take very much work, Sarah. So I'm like, well then, you know, but seeing people how God sees them, and then you're like, man, I want to give you a word. I want to do this. I want to pray for you. I want to see your life change. I want to see you get blessed. You know what I mean? I want to see that because you're starting to see them how God sees them. Because um, God's gifts, they create freedom in our life. They open it up. They create freedom because they show your identity. Um, and it's our goal to be full of the gifts because uh, it creates this love for people and it creates opportunities to show God's love to people. You know what I mean? Like if you got a word of knowledge for someone, they might not even know the Lord, but I'll tell you what, that is the easiest way to come in and be like, they're like, I'm an atheist. I'm like, well, that's good because God's still talking about you. So I'm just going to tell you what he says. And then, you know, I had that happen to me on a phone call on Friday and they're like, that is crazy. I said, no, that's just, that's just normal. And they're like, there's no way you could know that. I said, yeah, but God loves you. And he knows that. I don't know if it's God. That's fine. You don't have to know. I do. Yeah. <laughs> and you're going to sit and wonder about it. Now yes. your ear is there ready to hear what God wants to say about you. So that went on and we were able to do that. And so, whoo, how good is that? So it opens. So when you, you want the gifts and you start operating, it opens up so that you can show God's heart towards other people. Um, I got to find where I am. So the Holy Spirit and Jesus Christ, he gave us gifts because he wants to interact with us. He didn't just give you gifts and say, and open them, put your little trinket on the shelf. You know, all of his gifts are interactive. His gifts are like what Matt's dad gives to our kids. It's pogo sticks and slingshots and blow guns and what else? What? Give me moped, which I sold one day after having it. <laughs> too far, too far. No. You know, blow darts, crossbows. Anything that is like a warrior spirit, he really wants my kids to have. But, but God's like that too. He's like, I don't want it to be, oh, look at this cute little, and not that, you know, I have knickknacks, but he's not like, he's, his gifts are not a little knickknack that you're like, everyone comes and they just adore it. It's like, oh, that's pretty, but it doesn't do anything. It just sits, it's just pretty and I have to dust it. He's like, I'm by, I'm, I want to have interaction gifts with you. You have to do something and then that moves me to do something. When you move, it moves God. God's saying, I want you to get up and say, move me. 
I dare you. He's like, do something, move me. Don't wait until I move. I'm telling you, come on, move me. He wants to interact with us. First Corinthians, I love this out of the message, says, go after a life of love as if your life depends on it. Because it does. Give yourself to the gifts of God. Give yourself to the gifts of God gives you. Go after it as if your life depends on it. Go after love as if your life depends on it because it does. Your life, the people around you, the people who interact. You know, you've heard the stories, you know, the one where she was on the headstand and it saved that girl's life because she didn't commit suicide. Yes, her going after love and taking a risk and saying, I want the things of God, I want the gifts of God, it saved that woman's life. Her life depended on how you love. How you love someone else's life depends on how you love because God set us up to be a family. We don't get to be hermits sitting in our own little world. We're not up on a mountain every day. He made us to be a family. So the way you love, your life depends on it and other people's life depends on it. Oh, I'm missing a page. Okay. (laughs) So when we go after love, we go after the gifts of the Spirit. God says, I want you to desire more. If you want, you know, write those notes down. Go look and see again. What does it say in Corinthians? What does it say in Romans? What does it say in Ephesians? What does it say in Peter? You know what? If you are called, let's say you're like, you know what? I just really... I really want to serve. I just love serving. Well, what are you doing to serve? Are you serving in your job? Are you serving in your home? Are you serving in your church? What are you serving? I just like to be part of something. Well, what are you doing? Are you interacting there? If you're like, man, I just really feel like I want to preach. Great. Where are you starting? Where are you starting? Where are you cultivating that gift? You know, I go to the mirror and be like, hey, good looking, I got a word for you. I'm going to tell you about a God who loves you. He created you. Start there. Sometimes I preach to my animals. I do. That's why they... They're the only ones that will listen that long. Yeah. Okay, so when I was in California, I may have called and made them put all the animals on the phone to talk to me. Because I knew that they're used to my voice because I'm always talking when I'm there. If no one's there, I'm still talking to them. I'm still thankful. I, I, you know, I'm thankful that God, you know, gave me dominion. Oh, awesome. So I do have another page. <laughs> oh, I'm already, I already did it. But. So I look at that and I'm thinking, you know, which was really cool. My kid said, yeah, when you talk to your cat, he put his hand on the phone and was like, where are you? You know, because God knows that I love animals and that he gave us dominion over them. Like uh, this, this family is an animal loving family. This church family is an animal-loving family. And you know what? A lot of people are like, oh, you're putting them over. We're not. God gave us dominion over animals for us to love them. You know what I mean? They're his creation. He uses them to help us as ministering tools. You know, he helps us comfort. Sometimes if we can't yet talk to people, you know, you can talk to animals. You know, animals. And then the great thing is if you're like, I want to preach. Okay, start with your, the mirror. Start with the animals. Move to children. Children think everything you say is amazing. 
They love you. They don't have that judgment spirit. They're just in love with God. The love of God flows over them, and they're just like, wow, that's amazing. You're like the most amazing person. You're like, I don't even know what I said, but, you know? And you start growing in that gift. You're like, I desire. And pretty soon, God's going to be putting you. Don't ask to be in front of, be like, ooh, I'm going to be powerful. I'm going to be in front of 10,000 people. Don't ask to be in front of 10,000 if you can't preach to the mirror. You're your hardest critic. If you can get past that one, you're all good. (laughs) You know what I mean? That mirror talks back sometimes, and you got to tell it to shut up. you got to take the microphone back from it. (laughs) You know, but we want these gifts. It's the same like when I said with the ice cream. You have to do something. You can't be like, well, you know, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, I'm a teacher. I got a teacher spirit. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Yeah. If you do nothing, if you never teach anybody, you're not a teacher. Yeah. Just someone who's got a lot of knowledge. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you never share, you're not teaching anybody. You're just acquiring knowledge and putting it in a book or something like that. Okay. So if you want something, do that. Teach someone and say, hey, you know what? You know, I think, Daniel, you're really good at this with, like, cars. He's like, hey, don't just have me come and fix it. I'll teach you how. That's a teacher. That's a teacher spirit. He doesn't just say, oh, I'll do it for you. Take my knowledge. I'm not sharing it. He said, no, I want to grow in that. I want to be a teacher. I actually want people to take this and say, now I know how to do this. And you're growing not only the gifts in yourself, but you're growing in other people. You know, we have to go after that love. Go after pursuing gifts. Go after it. Don't just be like, one day I'm going to. We all know how procrastination works. Look at your laundry baskets, people. We all know that's a prevent. I have four right now sitting in my house. Uh, Laundry, the devil's chore. Just teasing. It's not. It's not. Maybe it is. I don't know. <laughs> Who said laundry's fun? <laughs> I have four baskets at my house. <laughs> yeah, those ten seconds are nice. <laughs> we'll pray for you. <laughs> don't you guys like having fun at church? Joy season. We don't have to be like. Oh, you know what I mean? Come on. I got to stay up. I'm like, Lord, don't take me down. Okay. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. It's hilarious. He's so good to us. And I'm thinking he's going to, you pursue those things, you get to enjoy learning and growing, and you're going to love chasing after people. You're not, like I said, there's no embarrassment. I do the craziest things, and I say things to people, and I'm like, they still like me, (laughs) you know? And I totally got that wrong, or you know what I mean? For years, like some of you that have been with us a long time, thank you, (laughs) because (laughs) I was still pursuing a lot of those things, and I didn't know love the way that I do now. And hopefully I will grow in that and not be, pursuing even the same way I am now, and I hope that for you, too. You know, if you, we can't be intimidated by, by what we think other people are putting us, there's no levels, like, I'm higher than you, well, that doesn't really matter. If God says, I'm calling them to here, you know what I mean? David, 
was a nothing of a nothing, basically. is the little pipsqueak, you know, brother, and they're all like, what are you here? Give us some bread. Get out of here. You know, I'm going to give you, you know, a knuckle sandwich, you know, the big brothers type thing. God's like, well, don't really worry about what they say or or what they have you do because you're going to be a king, so they really can't do anything about it, you know. But God's saying in that time where it seems like, they know and I don't. That's just, they just know protocol. Their characters just had a little more time, yeah. you know, on the stretching board. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's all it is. Your anointing is, is not, God's not going to take that away or you don't have to feel like, oh, I can never catch up or they're higher than me. No, their characters just probably been through the ringer a little bit more, Amen. you know, uh-huh. and they've, and they've submitted to that instead of been like, no, I'm not doing that, you know, like, I remember Layla, she was probably a little over one, and she was on the computer, and she's sitting there, and I'm like, you get off the computer, and she's like, no! <laughs> and I have to turn around, bust a gut, you know, and then I'm like, mommy said you're not supposed to be on the, no, you're not making me, get you know, like, you're not moving me, you know what, she couldn't just realize, like, you know, it's time to be off the computer, I've been on that for a while, her character needed a little, and I helped her character along, uh, <laughs> You know, she didn't do that again. I don't think she's ever done that again, you know. You know, after I got done laughing, I have to leave the room because it's so darn cute with her little blonde curl. I mean, you've seen her. You could not discipline her because she's just so adorable. You're like, you're a little angel. Gosh, it's so cute. Most of the time I just videoed her and laughed while I tried to dis. I actually had this box. Of, I had a cardboard box when we were outside, and if she was naughty, I would make her stay on the box. And she would be like, stop. And I was like, get on your box. And she'd throw herself, and she would not. She, like, had this thought that she, if, she was, if, her, if she was out of control, she thought she couldn't physically get off the box. <laughs> it was kind of funny. So I have a video of her trying to get off the box but she like is like fighting with it like like she's something's bad's gonna happen if she steps off a card <laughs> uh, i used to do it in the store too with little square <laughs> i would tell her if she talks back that you won't be able to move off that square <laughs> yeah magic squares i forgot about that that was hilarious um but we need to really pursue those gifts pursue that love you know where they are if you're like, ah, oh, I missed that, ask, you, ask someone next to you and say, I want to write that down. I want to know what those gifts are, you know? I don't even know, like, if I could name them all off my head right now. I'd probably miss a couple and have to look, you know? And then once you see them, you're like, oh, yeah, I should have known that. But go after them. Desire them. Don't just wait for someone to be like, I just really see this in you. Because guess what? They're hoping someone's saying that to them too. And it is good when someone does speak that and they recognize something that you have. It feels good because God created you. And when someone recognizes who God created you to be, that feels good. And that's okay. You know? But don't just be waiting there. Wait your life away and be like, well, I hope someone recognized I did this. Or, you know, be like, I'm going after it. So the next time I have giveaways, I'm, I better get plowed down. Like, <laughs> Guys better wrestle with me. That's my promise. (laughs) Or I want that because you got to grow. You got to grow. Someone said to us, and they said, you know, I just want to be, I just want to be like you guys. I said, that's fine. Then do something. You can't just want that. You have to do something to get there. You know, whether, you know, if you're a reader, read. If you're a storyteller, 
go to people who, you know, just, just hearing people's testimonies. Sometimes I will listen to them for months at a time. Like my kids, we've been listening to the same um, testimonies since January every day in the car. That's what I play, you know, till now my kids are like, that's a reality. You know what? And now my kids are just doing that stuff. They're like, oh, well, that's normal. Like that should happen on the first time you do that. Like, boom, because we've been practicing words and knowledge and it's just hearing those testimonies. Now my kids are like, oh, that's normal. You should see that every single time. Like, because they don't know anymore because that's all they've heard since January. So like, however you learn and grow and run after that, you know, you might be someone who reads or you might be someone who listens or you might be someone who's like, I want to interact and and practice and and do these things. I want to have God give me opportunities. If my gift is kindness, give me opportunities to be kind. You know, he's going to send you the grouchiest, grumpiest people (laughs) that you will ever meet. He said, because I'm giving you opportunities. It's really easy to be kind to someone that's like, hi, Sarah, I love you so much. You're so good. You're beautiful. I love you. You're so sweet all the time. Okay, that is really easy to be like, oh, that's so kind. I feel that kindness. You know, that's easy to be kind to someone who says that. But someone who cuts you off and flips you off and gets out and starts cussing you out. It might be hard to be kind to that, right? It's hard. And God's like, oh, but I sent them for you. (laughs) Okay, you know, and since you kind of missed out on that one, that's okay. I'm going to send you three more. I'll give you, I'll give you some more practice. See, so you got to do something instead of being like, well, he didn't mean for me to be kind in this, this, this atmosphere. He's like, actually, that's exactly because it's really easy, you know, to serve when everyone sees, you know, at church, when you're serving, everyone's like, oh, you did, that's so sweet. You know, we just are used, you know, that's the atmosphere in the kingdom. Well, what about serving outside the kingdom? What if you're, what if your boss is, you know, a harsh king? in that realm, you know, in that business realm. So do you, do you lie or cheat or be dishonest or not do the extra things that you would or that God's asked you to do just because, you know, well, they're just, they're not a nice person. Well, God didn't ask if they were a nice person. God asked if you were going to serve, if you were going to do the things that they asked you to do. Obviously, if they don't, are not contrary to God's word, obviously, if they say embezzle money, you shouldn't do that. (laughs) You know what I mean? But where is he putting you to serve? In your family. Are we just, you know, I'm, I'm so guilty of this when God says, I want you to seek serving, you know, and I can do great at church. I can do wonderful at work. I get home to my family and I'm like, oh, you guys are so messy. You never do anything. I hate making, I hate doing clothes for you and I'm not making dinner for anybody. Everyone's getting cereal tonight. Tell me I'm the only mom that's had those feelings. That's right. That's why moms buy a ton of cereal, because we're like, guess what you're having? Cereal. Tonight, tomorrow, the next day. Every day is cereal until you appreciate me. And God's like, I just want you to serve them. Bring them a cup of water. Fold their clothes. You know, I remember when Matt's like, you know, I just really wish you would fold the collars down in my shirts. And I was like, he doesn't know how much work. I got a thousand things of laundry, and all they do is try stuff on and throw it on the floor. And the Lord says, what did I ask you to do? So now, have I, since then, it's probably been five or six years, have I ever not turned a collar down on your shirt? No. It's, he doesn't know because he doesn't have, you know. But it's just because I have to choose, do I want to do something with that? If, he's, if that's a gift he's called me to, what am I going to do with it? There are still times I'm like that. Crazy. 
And usually Layla, she's like, Mom, I just know to just let you go for a minute. <laughs> she's got the gift of kindness. <sighs> she's kind to me when, you know, when she could go back. You know, you want the gift of kindness, go see that child. It's always there. It's always there. Me, you catch me on a hungry, tired day. <laughs> Can we go back to maybe like, I'll just give you a word of knowledge and just be over with it. <laughs> Can we do that? You know? So there's some areas I want to grow into. I want to grow in all the areas. So let's just pray.